Welcome to Hope is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope is Here. My name is Greg Horn. I want to talk to you about a season of hope. We are in this Christmas season, and one of the things that I think uh, we obviously call it the Christmas season, but I also think it's a season of hope. And I want to talk to you today about some of the ways that, you know, the season of hope happens, and that's because the hope that we have of the arrival of our Messiah, Jesus Christ, that we celebrate on December 25th. I can't even believe that that is almost here. Uh, A week from today will be Christmas Day, and yet, uh, as my grandmother uh, used to tell me when I would spend a week with her and my grandfather uh, in Kirksville, Kentucky, where they lived, uh, they would, I heard her say one time, time flies, and as a you know nine or ten year old little boy, I said, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> but when I see her in heaven one day, I will apologize because uh, Granny Long, you were correct. And yet, I want to just kind of encourage you that you know maybe you're in a season of waiting, and uh, yet the Bible was predicting in the Old Testament that when this was going to happen several hundred years before it happened, and they were waiting on the Messiah. And the good news is, we know that the Messiah has come but also that he's coming back again as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so that's something to be excited about too. But I love how in the Old Testament, the prophets uh, were predicting about Jesus coming and uh, talking about where we can find hope though sometimes when we're waiting on God and One of my favorite passages is in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 21 and 26. And uh, Jeremiah said, Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. Friends, I want to remind you today that we serve a compassionate God, a very, very compassionate God. Unfortunately, sometimes maybe we grew up with parents that were, you know, maybe a little strict, and I'm thankful my mom and dad were definitely uh, disciplinarians, but I don't think they were overbearing. I think they had a nice balance between love and fun, but also uh, discipline. But for some of us, I think we look at God as just a uh, person waiting for us to get in trouble and, uh, you know, get put in a timeout or something. And uh, friends, uh, that's not why God sent Jesus this Christmas season. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. And Jesus, in his only 33 years that he was here with us, but he said uh, during that year 30 to those, those three years when he did ministry, only those three years, God waited till he was 30 to wait and start doing ministry. But he told the people, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus also said, hey, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And I want you to know today and be reminded that your heavenly father hurts when you hurt and he cares greatly for you and that his compassions never fail, as it says in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22. First part of that verse says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. I know the holidays can be overwhelming, friends. Uh, honestly, today, as I record this program, uh, man, I'm a little overwhelmed. Uh, so blessed. God's doing so many wonderful things through Hope is Here Ministries and Gardenside Christian Church, where I pastor, and just uh, 
lots of uh, wonderful things going on in both ministries and i'm so thankful between that and some social events to celebrate the christmas season that i've been invited to uh man sometimes uh i get overwhelmed and yet i'm reminded that it tells us in verse 22 in chapter 3 because of the lord's great love we are not consumed so friends, if you're feeling overwhelmed today and feeling like you're you're being consumed, know that God loves you and he wants to help you. And I love the verse in Nehemiah where it says, may the joy of the Lord be your strength today. And I'm learning sometimes just to lift my hands up to heaven and just say, Lord, I need your help because my to-do list right now is a little overwhelming. But one of my favorite verses in the Bible is in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23, and you know, coming off that powerful verse in 22 where we know the Lord's great love's not consumed and his compassions never fail. In verse 23, it tells us that they, his compassions are new every morning and great is God's faithfulness. Oh, friends, I'm so thankful. We get a fresh 24 hours, a fresh start every day. Every 24 hours, we get a fresh start. I'm thankful that God divided our calendar up. I mean, I want you to think about it. Even people that don't believe, I mean, the calendar set up on B.C., before Christ, in A.D., after his death. And so I'm thankful the way our calendar year is set up, that we have 365 days. Obviously, sometimes leap year and those things come in and play. But my point being is I'm so thankful that we get a fresh start every 24 hours, and when we feel consumed, and overwhelmed that the next day it can be better and that we can say what Psalm 118 verse 24 says the Lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail they are new every morning and great is your faithfulness <laughs> uh, apologizing tell I'm overwhelmed because I just repeated lamentations Psalm 118 verse 24 says this is the day the Lord has made and I shall be glad and rejoice in it Friends, I'm thankful for that. Thankful I had a mama that she said that to me quite often in the morning. I can remember when I was in a, a child in junior high, her saying that, coming in, lifting the shades up, rise and shine, and this is the day the Lord has made. And I shall be glad and rejoice in it. And I actually uh, got that uh, put on a plate, uh, engraved on a piece of wood, and it sits on my desk. And so I see it uh, almost every day that this is the day the Lord has made. I shall be glad and rejoice in it. And one of the things I've been trying to do in this month of December with an extremely busy schedule, I've just been trying to stop and say, God, thank you that you've entrusted me with so many opportunities to uh, be a blessing to others. And friends, uh, you know, the Bible talks about that. They give thanks in all circumstances. I love in Lamentations verse 24 in chapter 3, it says, I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. In other words, God is enough. Isn't that great to know, friends, today? But over 2,000 years ago, Prophet Jeremiah was telling us, hey, I said to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. So don't be discouraged today. If you're waiting or you're weary, just know that the Lord will be your portion. He will be enough. And Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I'm thankful it doesn't say some things, doesn't say most things. It says all things through Christ who gives me strength. 
Verse 25 in Lamentations chapter 3 says, The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. So I've got to ask you today, friends, where is your hope today? Is it in your circumstances or is it in your Savior? Is it in the Messiah, Jesus Christ? And I know that's why a lot of you listen to this program, because you want to get your mind, your eyes, your heart refocused on Jesus. And that's so important, friends. And I just want to encourage you today, maybe just to exhale for a minute and just say, Lord, help me settle my heart and help me focus my mind on you and just prepare for your arrival a week from today. And just know, Lord, uh, friends, that the Lord will answer that prayer. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Isn't that a blessing to know that somebody cares for you? Because, friends, I know the holiday season, it can be a wonderful time of year, but it can be a lonely time of year. Maybe it's that first Christmas without that loved one. There's going to be an empty plate at the table. Okay, um, you know, maybe it's your uh, first Christmas. You're not going to be able to be with family because you can't travel or sickness or financial challenges. I mean, there's lots of things that, you know, the enemy would love to keep you from having hope because of. And I want to remind you that you're never alone because of Jesus. And I want to remind you, if you're a follower of Jesus, that one of the benefits is you get the Trinity, God the Father. Jesus the Son, and the gift of the Holy Spirit when you're baptized, friends. And I love that Jesus described that Holy Spirit. He told the disciples, he told people before I leave, he said, when I leave, I will leave a comforter, a counselor, the Holy Spirit. And friends, cry out to the Holy Spirit today. Ask him to help you. Ask him to comfort you. If you're going through a challenging season of life, and maybe just write the verse, you know, write these five verses down in Lamentations chapter 3, verses 21 through 26. And read them out loud to yourself every day. And then I love the last part of uh, there in verse 26. It says, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. You know, friends, uh, sometimes it's we just need to be still and know that he's God. And I'm so thankful that the Lord just shows us so many different ways that he loves us and he cares about us. And I want to encourage you to take a moment to reflect on those and be reminded of those. So I want to bring this back together one last time with Lamentations chapter 3, verses 21 through 26. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Can I get an amen on that? It's Lamentations chapter 3, verses 21 through 26. Hope that you're encouraged by that today. And, you know, friends, uh, as I think about the Christmas story and all that Jesus, uh, you know, 
he came just in a way that we would have never predicted in that story in Luke in chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. Uh, so many of you may know that, but just want you to listen and just kind of block out all your to-do list. But it says in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was quietly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is now in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Oh, friends, such just a powerful story to thank to think how God chose to enter this world through a teenage girl. And uh, just such a powerful story. Uh, wouldn't be the way we would do it, but that's why he's God and we're not God. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but tomorrow we're going to look at some things from this passage in Luke and things that we can learn from uh, the story about Mary and her being chosen to be the mother of the Son of God. We're out of time. But I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. My name's Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.